Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. Today, we're jumping into a very sticky topic. This topic is something that I discuss almost daily with my clients and have had similar conversations for years and years. And it's something I have confronted in my own personal journey as well. I am talking about the battle of the scale. So before I get to the point, I want to say that if you're listening to this episode and you think I'm talking about you, well, I probably am in a roundabout way. I have many stories of women feeling prisoner to the scale. I have many stories of women putting their worth and value on the number that appears to them on their bathroom scale. I have many stories of my own struggle and my own fight against that damn scale. I have many stories of doctors shaming my clients, shaming myself, and even my own kids. I hope you'll listen to this episode and come away with a new understanding of why the scale is not the end-all, say-all when it comes to your health, your efforts, and your value as a human. So what is the job of a scale? The job of a scale is to measure in pounds or kilograms, depending on where you live and how you measure, but it measures how much mass you are carrying. It does not decipher what it is weighing. It just knows the mass amount at that current time. If the scale is even working properly, this is really important to understand. Many scales don't even work right. I had a scale that I could move on the floor in my bathroom and get different numbers in different areas. And of course, I would move it to the area that always weighed less just to make myself feel better. But at the end of the day, the scale just really was not accurate at all. What the scale doesn't know is how much water weight you have from eating that saltier than normal meal. It doesn't know if you have to go to the bathroom. It doesn't know if you're PMSing. It doesn't know how much muscle you have. It doesn't know how tall you are. It doesn't know how fit you are. Okay, I know some heavier women that are way stronger and more fit than I've ever been. So let's take a moment to talk about your body mass. We are made up of lean body mass and fat mass. Lean body mass includes your bones, your muscles, your ligaments, tendons, and your organs, really anything that is not fat. Then fat mass is the amount of fat you have on your body. This includes the subcutaneous fat. That's the stuff that you can grab like on your waist. And it also includes the visceral fat, which is the fat that surrounds your organs and sometimes in your organs. That's the really unhealthy kind of fat. So when you step on that scale, it is not telling you anything other than your total mass. It is not telling you how fat you are or whether or not you're a good person or a bad person or a lazy person or a failure in life. I mean, you guys, it's just a number at the moment. Why then do we even use a scale? Well, 
it's just a quick and easy measure. It's data in a world full of data. It's a glimpse in time of how much you weigh. That's it. Remember, it's not telling us the whole story of our progress or of what our body is composed of. My first real memory of weight was in the fourth grade. I think it was the fourth grade. We got a scale in the bathroom. My mom was always obsessed with her weight and how she looked. And honestly, looking back, that's probably why I too became obsessed with my own weight. Anyway, I remember weighing 110 pounds on that scale. I didn't really have a reference to whether that was good or bad. It was just a number on the scale until this one incident happened. I had a trampoline in my backyard and it was a blast. I would invite friends and neighbors over to jump on the trampoline. We would have like sleepovers. We would put our sleeping bags on top of the trampoline. And I remember just laying there looking at the amazing Wyoming sky, just full of stars. Also in the summer, we would put a sprinkler under the trampoline and jump for hours and hours pretending it was a swimming pool because, well, we didn't have one or belong to a pool. And I don't even think there was a community pool at the time in that area. Anyway, so many great memories, but this one memory still just sticks in my head. I had everyone over school one day and one of the little girls says to the group, hey, we should have Rayanne jump while we sit around her. I bet she weighs a hundred pounds and she'll be able to jump us to the moon. <laughs> little brat. <laughs> well, she was wrong. I actually weighed 110 pounds. And I remember thinking, oh no, they think I weigh a hundred pounds. That sounds like it's bad, but I weigh even more than that. I must be huge. That, my friends, was the start of a very long and arduous fight that consumed many of my years. At that time, I was still pretty young, so I had no idea what to do to weigh less. I couldn't tell anyone how much I weighed, so I had to keep it a deep, dark secret. If anyone found out how much I weighed, they would hate me. Or worse, tell everyone, and then everyone would hate me. I spent the next 25 years feeling scared of the scale and spent many years setting my self-worth and value on that stinking number. I also remember that we had to weigh in front of everyone for volleyball tryouts in the 10th grade. I was horrified, and I spent the entire summer before that moment doing everything I possibly could to get the number down. And at that time, I weighed 141 pounds. And it's crazy that I even remember that, but I do remember exactly the weight. And the girl in front of me weighed 140 pounds. I was thrilled to know that this girl who I thought was perfect weighed almost the same that I did. But guess what? I agonized over the fact that I weighed one pound more than her. Now, when I look back to my high school pictures, I am shocked to see how skinny that I was at 140 pounds. I really had no idea. I spent so much time exercising and cutting out all the fat grams. Back then, when I was in high school, the extremely um, low-fat diets were all the craze. I would eat flour tortillas covered in honey for lunch because it was only one gram of fat. Now, as a nutrition coach, I totally cringe at how I ate and what I thought was healthy at the time. Oh, so bad. Anyway, I am so thankful now that I am not obsessed with the scale. But I admit, I had to be very diligent in my positive self-talk before getting on the scale. 
That fear of suddenly gaining 50 pounds is real and is something I will always have to work on and not let the scale take over my life again. When you go through a big weight loss like I did, there's always this voice in the back of your head pushing you to stay the course because you never want to go back. So let's go ahead and set the scene of a typical weigh-in when you're working so hard to lose weight or change your body. You know, you've been super focused, you're drinking your water, you're eating your veggies, you're watching your sugar intake, reducing or eliminating alcohol, you're exercising, getting to bed early, you feel like you are on top of the world because you know you are doing almost everything just right. And honestly, you can't wait to get on to the scale because you just know that it's going to be down. You have energy. You feel like your pants aren't as tight. You feel fresh and happy. This plan is working. Woo, you're so excited. Then you step on the scale happily. You look down, ready to celebrate, and then you see that the scale has either A, not budged, or B, has only gone down one or two pounds when you were expecting 10. Or worse yet, it goes up. Next, this is what can happen. And this is from my own experience and the experience of many of my clients. The first thing you feel is anger. You feel that down. You feel like throwing that freaking scale out the window. And then you start asking yourself, what the hell? Like, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? My metabolism must be terrible. I suck. I'm so stupid. Why do I even bother trying hard to see these little to no changes? Like, why am I even doing this? right? The negative self-talk totally takes over. You instantly forget about all of the other awesome feelings that you had. Remember, remember before you stopped on the scale, you had great energy, your pants felt better, not as tight. Well, suddenly none of those positive feelings matter anymore. And you instantly feel like you've ballooned up to even more than where you started. Does this sound familiar at all? Or at least some version of this story? Have you been there? This is exactly why I am opposed to weighing too often. We too often let the number determine our mood for the day. If the weight is up, you feel doomed, worthless, and angry. If the weight is down, you feel amazing and beautiful. It's really important to remember this. What we think becomes our reality. I know for me that if my weight was up, even if it was just like a half a pound or a pound, I would feel like the entire world could tell. I literally felt like I had extra rolls all around my midsection or that my hips suddenly grew extra wide, even though I didn't feel like any of that before I actually saw the number on the scale. I think it's also important to point out that for many reasons, our body can fluctuate up to six pounds in one day. It depends on the amount of water you drink, how much you sweat or not, how much food you eat, whether you can go to the bathroom or not. Six pounds in a day is a lot. Scale obsession is a real thing and a major problem. I have clients who actually feel totally out of control and scared to not weigh daily. So it's important to note that everyone has different responses to their weight. And here are some examples. So if your weight is up, some people feel defeated and just want to totally give up. Others feel like they need to work harder and try harder to get the number back down. For me, if the number is up, I actually feel more likely to want to give up or to ease up on my efforts and just kind of throw in the towel. At least that's how I used to feel. 
Fortunately for me, now I don't feel that way. I just know that it's going to fluctuate. If the weight is down, some people feel excited and keep going. And honestly, this is the best scenario, by the way. Some people feel like they can relax because, hey, they're doing so well. The number went down. And the people who feel like relaxing when they see the scale go down are the people who have a really hard time with plateaus because as soon as they see results, they basically sabotage themselves by rewarding their efforts with extra food, sweets, or alcohol. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like been down on the scale and thought, "Woo, good, whew, I can ease up a little bit? Well, wrong. That's when you actually start making progress. You really want to stick with your plan. So when you think about how the scale affects you, can you see yourself in any of these scenarios? Do you let the scale determine your mood for the day? What can you do instead of using the scale to determine your efforts and your results? Of course, I'm going to give you some ideas, but hopefully you can come up with your own solution to stop feeling like the scale is the only important tool in your journey to either losing weight, gaining weight, or just maintaining your weight. So my first thought is this. Spend more time focusing on the non-scale victories versus the actual number on the scale. So what are these? Well, when you change your diet and add in exercise, a funny thing happens. You start to feel really good. You feel more energy. You sleep better. You actually feel lighter and happier. This is a feeling you may have before stepping on the scale. This feeling is a non-scale victory. It's absolutely 100% a positive result. This feeling, the energy, the better sleep, the balanced hunger and stress hormones, this is just the beginning and it's 90% of the results that you actually want. Instead of focusing on the number on the scale, put all of your excitement and expectations into this. In fact, don't weigh it all. Go with how you feel over the number every time. My second thought is, how about taking your circumference measurements? Remember me talking about lean body mass? Well, as a trainer and nutrition coach, my goal is to help my clients reduce their fat mass and increase or maintain their lean body mass. This means burning fat and building muscle. And it's important to know that your body doesn't actually multitask like we hope it will. You're either going to be in a lean building phase or muscle growth phase or a fat loss phase. If you want to look more toned and lean, it's possible you need to be on a muscle building program. This program may help you tone up and look leaner all over, but the scale may not represent the physical change on your body. And along with measurements, you can also use clothing as a guide. If your pants start to feel looser in the bottom or waist, you know you're making progress. Or if you can wear a shirt that's felt too tight before, these are all ways to see your body changing. So when you take measurements and see the difference between, you know, what your waist was when you started and then a couple of weeks later, take your waist measurement again and it's smaller, then that's what we want. We technically, we want our body shape to change. We don't necessarily need the number to be a certain number. It's more about changing the shape and reducing the fat mass, okay? So if you have a extra fat in the middle section, then you want your waist or midsection to reduce in size. So taking your measurements is one easy way to see the difference without having to look at the scale. My third idea is to get your body composition done with a trainer. So again, we talked about lean body mass versus fat mass. Okay. So if you go to a trainer, they can help you determine 
how much of your body is fat and how much of it is muscle, okay, and how much is water. This will help you determine what you really need to change. Do you, in fact, need to lose a lot of fat weight or do you need to focus on increasing muscle weight? If you're increasing muscle, it's possible to see a little jump in the scale or just no change on the scale. When you have more information, more data than just your scale number, you can start to see how your body is changing. And instead of freaking out because you aren't losing weight, you may just be surprised to know that you're losing fat and building lean lean body mass. Get the whole story before you panic. Number four, my fourth thought is go ahead and get your blood work done. Have your doctor track your cholesterol, your blood pressure, um, any other heart functions, you know, triglycerides, everything. Look at your health from your blood work, your blood labs. Okay. And if that's all looking great and you're exercising and doing your best with eating healthy, that's a huge win. Now, most doctors are going to tell you that you need to lose weight and be a certain BMI, which is body mass index, which honestly only takes your height and weight into consideration, not your muscle or anything else. Doctors use it because it's an easy reference guide. But you can know that if you're eating healthy and exercising and all of your labs look good, then you're on the right track. All right. And my fifth thought around this is remember who you want to be. When you pass away and everyone is gathered at your funeral, do you really think anyone is going to say, this lovely lady at a mere 130 pounds and a size four was so amazing. We all love to look at her lean thighs and six six pack of abs. Um, No, right? Like, no. I mean, remember who you are as a human. Human has nothing to do with your weight. I know that when I pass away, I hope people will say really good, positive things about me. And I really doubt anybody's going to think anything about your weight or your size, right? The size of your dress. No, it's silly. Okay, so yes, if you're overweight and unhealthy, then please do try to eat better and exercise and get help. Like, let me help you if I can. But don't decide your value based on your weight or your size of clothes. Losing weight when you need to is a way to gain more quality in your life. Go on more trips, play with your kids or grandkids, live longer, more independently, but don't lose weight or get fit just to weigh a certain number. I mean, I still have never weighed the number that I wanted to, even at my most fit time in life. I'm still, and even at my most fit time, I'm still about 15 pounds over the weight I thought I wanted to be to finally be happy. But guess what? I'm not stopping my life until I weigh a certain number. Live for now, no matter your weight. Do what you can to feel good and don't wait to start feeling happy and fulfilled. Even if you get to your goal weight, you're not guaranteed to feel the happiness you think it will bring. That all starts in your mind and now before you even start a weight loss or a body change goal. So I leave you today with these questions. What are the non-scale victories that you can strive for? What do you want to be remembered for the most? And please don't tell me you want everyone to remember your fine ass. (laughs) Okay? Please don't tell me that. What can you do today to feel better about your body, no matter where you are in your health journey? I want to thank you again for being here today. I hope that I've given you a little bit to think about when it comes to your results, your weight, 
and your place in this world. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.